0: This is Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. Well, thank you again for joining me for another episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. It's going to sound a little weird today. I'm actually in my vehicle. I've been traveling, and so I'm actually here in my vehicle recording this episode today. So, um, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of tweaking here, but I'm in my car. I'm not in the studio where I'm usually recording it. So, here we go. So, I am super, super, super grateful for everyone who is sharing on social media and also leaving a review. It makes a huge difference. So thank you for helping me get the word out. If you are new to the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes and you can also listen on Spotify. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, suggestions, or if you just want to communicate, message me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. And what I like to do is answer, some and, answer and ask some questions um, at the end of the podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about creating a great culture, whether that be in your church, your business, your classroom. If you have a team, then this applies to you. If you feel like at the end of this podcast that this episode really inspired you, have your leaders in your church, business, organization, listen to it as well. So let's talk about creating a great culture. The first step in the process of creating a great culture is defining your culture. Defining your culture. Why do you want to start with this? Well, if you do not define your culture, your culture will define you. It will define who you are. You do not want that to control you. The first question you should ask yourself is, what kind of church or team do I want to be a part of myself? This is not what someone else told you. Um, what they think that you should be doing or what kind of culture they think you should create or what kind of culture that you should create because you're so great at that, what you decide. okay? It's also not something that you should look and see someone else uh, as a culture that they created because whether or not that worked for them doesn't mean it's going to work or not work for you. Just because it doesn't work for them doesn't mean it will work for you. There's a direct translation from leadership to a team when a solid culture is defined. It is proven over and over and over again that when a culture is defined and transparent, that growth happens at a much, much faster rate. And not only that, but it is sustainable and organic growth. That's what we all want, right? Organic and sustainable growth. You see, there's a big difference between establishing a definite culture versus allowing the culture to develop by itself. Okay? If there is too much control, then you hinder the opportunity for your team to grow and give their own gifts to the church or companies that they have. But if you give too little, you create an out-of-control platform that could be very dangerous. So there's that fine line there. Um, let me say this. A good company or a good church won't develop without the foundation of a good culture. Okay, Your church or company won't develop without the foundation of a good culture. If you, as a leader, do not define your culture, someone or something else will. And here's what's going to happen when that happens, okay? Listen. One, it creates a very confused team and organization which can lead to frustration. Try to deal with a bunch of frustrated people on your team because you will get flipping crazy, you will go flipping crazy. okay? Because if they're frustrated because they're confused, they'll never understand what the company is about. You're going to actually have retention because people are going to leave because of that. Everyone has to be on the same page. I read this from Forbes. A study from IBM confirms that organizational integrity alongside a clear sense of belonging and purpose is critical to a positive employee experience. Your culture has to be complete all the way, all the way around from the mission statement to the everyday practices trust me guys people are smart they will figure out if your company or church is the real deal or a bunch of talk here's the deal uh, ultimately if you do not establish a defined culture in your organization or church it will develop no matter what it's going to grow okay that culture is going to grow no matter what If that happens, it is out of your control, and that is a very bad thing, and it will affect everything from your teams to your congregation or customers. Your team will follow the people who come off more assertive or confident, and they will be speaking their interpretation that they have on the culture. Does that make sense? A lack of definite culture also means that someone of lesser status will be setting your core values and behaviors. And how does that make you feel? So, which, honestly could end up being like a virus that spreads because if that person of lesser value doesn't appreciate you imagine what they could spread about you okay so eventually productivity and growth will be affected also because your teams will be confused and wondering and wondering is exhausting so step number two after defining your culture step number two you must communicate the culture you must communicate the culture once it is now clear and on your conscience, and you know that the definite culture that you want to create is now time to take it to the people. The best way to communicate culture is to embody it. You must be it. Represent it every single day. Be an example of it. However, you must talk about it as well. Talk about it in meetings and amongst your core team. Hear me on this. You cannot over-communicate your culture enough. When you are sick of talking about it, it is probably just now starting to take root in your team and employees. You also have to realize that your culture is constantly being developed and refined and therefore will always need to be in front of your team. So communicate it, talk about it, be it. Communicate it, talk about it, be it. You can always tell if you're communicating the culture correctly, if your team is actually um, about to communicate the experience to them. When you communi- when communicating culture, you're really communicating purpose and values, not rules. Guys, rules exist when good principles don't. Rules exist when good principles don't. You must be clear on your definite culture. Ask yourself this question, what makes your culture unique? Step three, after you have, one, def- defined your culture... Two, you communicated your culture. Now, three, you have to encourage your culture. You have to encourage, encourage the culture. Now that you have defined it and communicated, okay, that culture that you wanted to create, you have to start setting examples of the culture in action and continue to encourage it daily. We all love encouragement, right? No one can get enough of encouragement. Do not keep positive thoughts to yourself, Okay, especially when you see someone executing in a culture in the positive way, approach them, or if you can't approach them, them, send them an email or a text message. It costs very little to encourage someone, guys, but it's so simple and can be very, very powerful. Here are four ways you can encourage the culture. One, have select areas at your location that reminds and affirms why they're there. And also have like motivational quotes and post on what you have done to be better in the world. What are they doing? Why are they there? Why are they there? Two. Take your team out to dinner or lunch from time to time, or have coffee with your team. Is, you know, and simply just ask about how they are doing. How are they doing? Um, number six. Invest in your team. Sorry, number uh, three. Invest in your team on a leadership standpoint. Invest in who they want to be. When they feel like everything is not about you, but you have the best interest in them, they're going to respond well to you. Okay? And number four, have your teams collaborate. Collaboration is a great way to build community, and community is a huge team booster in morale. Now, after we've done those three things, let's talk about number four. You must reward your culture. You must reward the culture. Okay, you have to reward it. When we reward the culture, we are taking steps three, um, encouraging the culture to the next level by publicly recognizing people. Okay, there's an infinite amount of ways to do this, so be creative. It doesn't have to cost a fortune, simply, affirmation is far more than cost. Okay, I think we can all agree on that. But here are two ideas off the top of my head that I have for rewarding the culture one, have a player of the week. We all know about sports, how they have players of the week, player of the game, player of the week. Have a player of the week during one of your meetings that everyone is there. um, Take the time to recognize someone who has been doing a great job at representing the culture, dedicated to their job, always giving good values, etc. This always lets others see how the culture is supposed to be by modeling that person. And as a gift, that person, you know, um, is simply. Walking around with that achievement. Give them like a badge or something that allows them to have that pride for that day, that they actually um achieve something great. Um and number two, have a team member of the month. I don't like calling things employees of the month. I don't like employee of the month. It sounds like you have a job. I don't ever want somebody to have a job. I want somebody to have a, a calling, a purpose. So have a team member of the month. Okay? Team member of the month sounds much better. Okay, and it has a community-driven vibe to it, right? So once a month, usually in the last meeting of the month, publicly, publicly recognize someone who stands out as a team member. Have them come up and stand next to you to bring them to a center of attention. We want all the attention on that person, okay? And tell them, tell the team why that person is amazing, how they're flourishing in their life. And then honestly, guys, give them a gift, give them some flowers, and give them a card, like a gift card, Okay, Um, it really inspires your other teammates and builds a great community driven culture. Andy Stanley says, for one, what you would do for one, excuse me, do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. All right, and then number five, lastly, you must model the culture. Setting an example is key to spread the culture in your team. Actions always speak louder than words. We've all heard that, right? No matter how many positive quotes or vision principles you have on the wall, people follow who we actually are far more than what we say we are. There needs to be a disconnect between the culture that you're communicating and the example you're setting. If you don't, it would only be a matter of time before your team will disconnect by stopping listening and watching um, if you say to do one thing or another. So, like I said earlier, you must embody your culture and spread it amongst your team. So, the questions that I have for you this week, there are two questions. One for you to address as a leader. Here we go. What is one, um, what is one thing that you need to change to grow as a leader within your culture? What is one thing you need to change to grow as a leader within your culture? What is one thing? Be specific. Be specific. Be a better representation of the culture. Appreciate my team more. Define my culture to a more definite understanding. Be better better at communicating the culture. Be a better encourager. Be more team-driven versus self-driven when it comes to the culture of my team. Whatever it is, pick one thing and pick a thing once only. One thing you need to change as a leader within your culture. And number two. What specific actions will you take this week to challenge yourself to spread the culture you have designed? Listen carefully. What specific actions will you take this week to change, your, challenge yourself to spread the culture you have designed? Be specific. If you don't define it, you won't do it. So be sure to subscribe so that you will get these episodes directly sent to you. I'm releasing an episode a week. So next week, I'm going to be talking about, a as a business, hosting an event series that can help you build trust with your customers. This can also apply to you if you're a church and building trust for your church growth. How fun is it? How fun is it going to be to talk about events? Events are always so fun. Building trust is fun. Growing is fun. And remember, the key to always growing is to be working on your integrity. If you are real, you will see growth. Thanks again for joining me today here on Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. For, adi- for additional information on this podcast, if you have questions or you want to talk about bringing me out to your business or church, you can email me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to come and work with you. Investing in, o- in others is what I love to do. I also want to let you guys know I do a lot on social media, so I would be honored if you would uh, go and follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find me by typing in the search bar, the Brian Quick. I post tons of content on leadership, music, drums, worship, and motivational content. And if you have been enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to help me get the word out. All, of you have, all you have to do is subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, rate, review it, and you can help others become inspired and grow in their lives as well. Thanks again for joining me, and I will see you next time right here on Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick.